Welcome back to the Weekly Bible Reading. This is week 67. This week we're going to read Jeremiah chapters 36 through 49. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We pray that we would fear you and revere your word. That we would do the things that you tell us in your word. That we would not Treat them as nothing and turn away to the destruction of ourselves. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Jeremiah 36 In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Take a scroll of a book, and write in it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and against Judah, against all the nations from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah even to this day. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I intend to do to them, that they may each return from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all Yahweh's words which he had spoken to him on a scroll of a book. Jeremiah commanded Baruch, saying, I am restricted. I can't go into Yahweh's house. Therefore you go and read from the scroll which you have written from my mouth, Yahweh's words, in the ears of the people in Yahweh's house, on the fast day. Also you shall read them in the ears of all Judah who come out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplication before Yahweh, and will each return from his evil way, for Yahweh has pronounced great anger and wrath against this people." Baruch the son of Neriah did, according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading in the book Yahweh's words in Yahweh's house. Now in the fifth year of Jehoiakim the son of Josiah king of Judah, in the ninth month, all the people in Jerusalem, and all the people who came from the cities of Judah to Jerusalem, proclaimed a fast before Yahweh. Then Baruch read the words of Jeremiah from the book in Yahweh's house, in the room of Gemariah the son of Shaphan the scribe, in the upper court, at the entry of the new gate of Yahweh's house, in the ears of all the people. When Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, had heard out of the book all Yahweh's words, he went down into the king's house, into the scribe's room, and behold, all the princes were sitting there, Elishama the scribe, Deliah the son of Shimeiah, Elnathan the son of Akbor, Gemariah the son of Shaphan, Zedekiah the son of Hananiah, and all the princes. Then Micaiah declared to them all the words that he had heard when Baruch read the book in the ears of the people. Therefore all the princes set Jehudi, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushi, to Baruch, saying, Take in your hand the scroll in which you have read in the ears of the people, and come. So Baruch, the son of Neriah, took the scroll in his hand and came to them. They said to him, Sit down now and read it in our hearing. So Baruch read it in their hearing. Now when they heard all the words, they turned in fear one toward another, and said to Baruch, We will surely tell the king of all these words. They asked Baruch, saying, Tell us now, how did you write all these words, at his mouth? Then Baruch answered them, He dictated all these words to me with his mouth, and I wrote them with ink in the book. Then the princes said to Baruch, You and Jeremiah go hide, don't let anyone know where you are. They went in to the king, into the court. But they had laid up the scroll in the room of Elishama the scribe. 
Then they told all the words in the hearing of the king. So the king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and he took it out of the room of Elishama the scribe. Jehudi read it in the hearing of the king, and in the hearing of all the princes who stood beside the king. Now the king was sitting in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a fire in the brazier burning before him. When Jehudi had read three or four leaves, the king cut it with the penknife and cast it into the fire that was in the brazier, until all the scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the brazier. The king and his servants who heard all these words were not afraid and didn't tear their garments. Moreover, Elnathan and Deliah and Gemariah had made intercession to the king that he would not burn the scroll, but he would not listen to them. The king commanded Jeremiel, the king's son, and Zariah, the son of Azarel, and Shelemiah, the son of Abdeel, to arrest Baruch the scribe and Jeremiah the prophet. But Yahweh hid them. Then Yahweh's word came to Jeremiah, after the king had burned the scroll, and the words which Baruch wrote at the king of Jeremiah, saying, Take again another scroll, and write in it all the former words that were in the first scroll, which Jehoiakim the king of Judah has burned. Concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall say, Yahweh says, You have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written therein, saying, The king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land, and will cause to cease from their man and animal? Therefore Yahweh says concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, He will have no one to sit on David's throne. His dead body will be cast out in the day to the heat, and in the night to the frost. I will punish him, his offspring, and his servants for their iniquity. I will bring on them, on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and on the men of Judah, all the evil that I have pronounced against them. But they didn't listen. Then Jeremiah took another scroll, and gave it to Baruch, the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim king of Judah had burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. Chapter 37 Zedekiah the son of Josiah reigned as king instead of Coniah the son of Jehoiakim, whom Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon made king in the land of Judah. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to Yahweh's words, which he spoke by the prophet Jeremiah. Zedekiah the king sent Jehuchal the son of Shelemiah, and Shephaniah the son of Maasaiah the priest, to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Pray now to Yahweh our God for us. Now Jeremiah came in and went out among the people, for they had not put him into prison. Pharaoh's army had come out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard news of them, they broke up from Jerusalem. Then Yahweh's word came to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, You shall tell the king of Judah, who sent you to me to inquire of me, Behold, Pharaoh's army, which has come out to help you, will return to Egypt into their own land. The Chaldeans will come again and fight against this city. They will take it and burn it with fire. Yahweh says, Don't deceive yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans will surely depart from us, for they will not depart. Though you had struck the whole army of the Chaldeans who fight against you, and only wounded men remained among them, they would each rise up in his tent and burn this city with fire. When the army of the Chaldeans had broken up from Jerusalem for fear of Pharaoh's army, then Jeremiah went out of Jerusalem to go into the land of Benjamin to receive his portion there in the middle of the people. When he was in Benjamin's gate, a captain of the guard was there, whose name was Arijah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Hananiah, 
and he seized Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are defecting to the Chaldeans. Then Jeremiah said, That is false. I am not defecting to the Chaldeans. But he didn't listen to him. So Arijah seized Jeremiah and brought him to the princes. The princes were angry with Jeremiah and struck him and put him in prison in the house of Jonathan the scribe, for they had made that the prison. When Jeremiah had come into the dungeon house and into the cells, and Jeremiah had remained there many days, then Zedekiah the king sent and had him brought out. The king asked him secretly in his house, Is there any word from Yahweh? Jeremiah said, There is. He also said, You will be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Moreover, Jeremiah said to king Zedekiah, How have I sinned against you, against your servants, or against this people, that you have put me in prison? Now where are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying, The king of Babylon will not come against you, nor against this land? Now please hear, my lord the king, please let my supplication be presented before you, that you not cause me to return to the house of Jonathan the scribe, lest I die there. Then Zedekiah the king commanded, and they committed Jeremiah into the court of the guard. They gave him daily a loaf of bread out of the baker's street, until all the bread in the city was gone. Thus Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. Chapter 38 Shephatiah the son of Matan, and Gedaliah the son of Pashur, and Jukal the son of Shelemiah, and Pashur the son of Malchijah, heard the words that Jeremiah spoke to all the people, saying, Yahweh says, He who remains in this city will die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. But he who goes out to the Chaldeans will live, and he will escape with his life, and he will live. Yahweh says, This city will surely be given into the hand of the army of the king of Babylon, and he will take it. Then the princes said to the king, Please let this man be put to death, because he weakens the hands of the men of war who remain in this city, and the hands of all the people, in speaking such words to them. For this man doesn't seek the welfare of this people, but harm. Zedekiah the king said, Behold, he is in your hand, for the king can't do anything to oppose you. Then they took Jeremiah and threw him into the dungeon of Malchijah the king's son, that was in the court of the guard. They let down Jeremiah with cords. In the dungeon there was no water but mire, and Jeremiah sank in the mire. Now when Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian, a eunuch, who was in the king's house, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the dungeon, the king was then sitting in Benjamin's gate, Ebed-Melech went out of the king's house and spoke to the king, saying, My lord the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet, whom they have cast into the dungeon. He is likely to die in the place where he is because of the famine, for there is no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian, saying, Take from here thirty men with you, and take up Jeremiah the prophet out of the dungeon before he dies. So Ebed-Melech took the men with him, and went into the house of the king under the treasury, and took from there rags and worn-out garments, and let them down by cords into the dungeon to Jeremiah. Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian said to Jeremiah, Now put these rags and worn-out garments under your armpits, under the cords. Jeremiah did so. So they drew up Jeremiah with the cords, and took him up out of the dungeon. Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. Then Zedekiah the king sent, and took Jeremiah the prophet to himself into the third entry that is in Yahweh's house. Then the king said to Jeremiah, I will ask you something. Hide nothing from me. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, 
if i declare it to you will you not surely put me to death if i give you counsel you will not listen to me so zedekiah the king swore secretly to jeremiah saying as yahweh lives who made us this soul i will not put you to death neither will i give you into the hand of these men who seek your life then jeremiah said to zedekiah yahweh the god of armies the god of israel says if you will go out to the king of babylon's princes then your soul will live and this city will not be burned with fire you will live along with your house but if you will not go out to the king of babylon's princes then this city will be given into the hand of the chaldeans and they will burn it with fire and you won't escape out of their hand zedekiah the king said to jeremiah i am afraid of the jews who have defected to the chaldeans lest they deliver me into their hand and they mock me but jeremiah said they won't deliver you obey i beg you yahweh's voice and that which i speak to you so that it will be well with you and your soul will live but if you refuse to go out this is the word that yahweh has shown me behold all the women who are left in the king of judah's house will be brought out to the king of babylon's princes and those women will say your familiar friends have turned on you and have prevailed over you your feet are sunk in the mire and they have turned away from you. They will bring out all of your wives and your children to the Chaldeans. You won't escape out of their hand, but will be taken by the hand of the king of Babylon. You will cause the city to be burned with fire. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Let no man know of these words, and you won't die. But if the princes hear that I have talked with you, and they come to you and tell you, Declare to us now what you have said to the king. Don't hide it from us and we will not put you to death. Also tell us what the king said to you. Then you shall tell them, I presented my supplication before the king that he would not cause me to return to Jonathan's house to die there. Then all the princes came to Jeremiah and asked him, and he told them according to all these words that the king had commanded. So they stopped speaking with him, for the matter was not perceived. So Jeremiah stayed in the court of the guard until the day that Jerusalem was taken chapter 39. In the ninth year of Zedekiah king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon and all his army came against Jerusalem and besieged it. In the eleventh year of Zedekiah, in the fourth month, the ninth day of the month, a breach was made in the city. All the princes of the king of Babylon came in and sat in the middle gate. Nergal, Sherezer, Samgarnebo, Sarsikim, Rabseris, Nargal, Sherezer, Rabmag, and all the rest of the princes of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah the king of Judah and all the men of war saw them, they fled and went out of the city by night, by the way of the king's garden, through the gate between the two walls, and he went out toward the Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. When they had taken him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, to Riblah in the land of Hamath and he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babylon killed Zedekiah's sons in Riblah before his eyes. The king of Babylon also killed all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babylon. The Chaldeans burned the king's house and the houses of the people with fire and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive into Babylon the residue of the people who remained in the city, the deserters also who fell away to him, and the residue of the people who remained. But Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, 
left of the poor of the people who had nothing in the land of Judah, and gave them vineyards and fields at the same time. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, commanded Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, concerning Jeremiah, saying, Take him, and take care of him. Do him no harm, but do to him even as he tells you. So Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, sent, with Nebuzaradan, Rabseras, and Snergal-Sherazer, Rabmag, and all the chief officers of the king of Babylon. They sent and took Jeremiah out of the court of the guard, and committed him to Gedaliah the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, that he should carry him home. So he lived among the people. Now Yahweh's word came to Jeremiah, while he was shut up in the court of the guard, saying, Go and speak to Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian, saying, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will bring my words on this city for evil and not for good, and they will be accomplished before you in that day. But I will deliver you in that day, says Yahweh, and you will not be given into the hand of the men of whom you are afraid. For I will surely save you, and you won't fall by the sword, but you will escape with your life, because you have put your trust in me, says Yahweh. Chapter 40 The word which came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah, when he had taken him, being bound in chains, among all the captives of Jerusalem and Judah, who were carried away captive to Babylon. The captain of the guard took Jeremiah and said to him, Yahweh your God pronounced this evil on this place, and Yahweh has brought it and done according as he said. Because you have sinned against Yahweh and have not obeyed his voice, therefore this thing has come on you. Now, behold, I release you today from the chains which are on your hand. If it seems good to you to come with me into Babylon, come, and I will take care of you. But if it seems bad to you to come with me into Babylon, don't. Behold, all the land is before you. Where it seems good and right to you to go, there go. Now, while he had not yet gone back, Go back, he said, to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has made governor over the cities of Judah, and dwell with him among the people, or go wherever it seems right to you to go. So the captain of the guard gave him food and a present, and let him go. Then Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, to Mizpan, and lived with him among the people who were left in the land. Now when all the captains of the forces who were in the fields, even they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, governor in the land, and had committed to him men, women, children, and of the poorest of the land, of those who were not carried away captive to Babylon, then Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and Johanan, and Jonathan, the sons of Korea, and Sariah, the son of Tanhemoth, and the sons of Elphi, the Netophathite, and Jazaniah, the son of the Maachathite, they and their men came to Gedaliah to Mizpah. Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, swore to them and to their men, saying, Don't be afraid to serve the Chaldeans. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. As for me, behold, I will dwell at Mizpah to stand before the Chaldeans, who will come to us. But you, gather wine and summer fruits and oil, and put them in your vessels, and dwell in your cities that you have taken. Likewise, when all the Jews who were in Moab and among the children of Ammon and in Edom, and who were in all the countries, heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant of Judah, and that he had set over them Gedaliah the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, then all the Jews returned out of all the places where they were driven, and came to the land of Judah, 
to Gedaliah, to Mizpah, and gathered very much wine and summer fruits. Moreover, Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces who were in the fields came to Gedaliah to Mizpah and said to him, Do you know that Balas, the king of the children of Ammon, has sent Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, to take your life? But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, didn't believe it. Then Johanan, the son of Korea, spoke to Gedaliah and Mizpah secretly, saying, Please, let me go, and I will kill Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, and no man will know it. Why should he take your life, that all the Jews who are gathered to you should be scattered, and the remnant of Judah perish? But Gedaliah the son of Ahikam said to Johanan the son of Korea, You shall not do this thing, for you speak falsely of Ishmael. Chapter 41 Now in the seventh month Ishmael the son of Nathaniah, the son of Elishama, of the royal offspring, and one of the chief officers of the king, and ten men with him, came to Gedaliah the son of Ahikam to Mizpah, and there they ate bread together in Mizpah. Then Ishmael the son of Nathaniah arose, and the ten men who were with him, and struck Gedaliah the son of Ahikam the son of Shaphan with the sword, and killed him, whom the king of Babylon had made governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the Jews who were with him, with Gedaliah at Mizpah, and the Chaldeans who were found there, the men of war. The second day after he had killed Gedaliah, and no man knew it, Men came from Shechem, from Shiloh, and from Samaria, even eighty men, having their beards shaved and their clothes torn, and having cut themselves, with meal offerings and frankincense in their hand, to bring them to Yahweh's house. Ishmael the son of Nathaniah went out from Mizpah to meet them, weeping all along as he went. And as he met them, he said to them, Come to Gedaliah the son of Ahikam. It was so, when they came into the middle of the city, that Ishmael the son of Nathaniah killed them, and cast them into the middle of the pit, he and the men who were with him. But ten men were found among those, who said to Ishmael, Don't kill us, for we have stores hidden in the field of wheat, and of barley, and of oil, and of honey. So he stopped and didn't kill them among their brothers. Now the pit in which Ishmael cast all the dead bodies of the men whom he had killed, by the side of Gedaliah, this was that which Asa the king had made for fear of Baasha king of Israel. Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, filled it with those who were killed. Then Ishmael carried away captive all of the people who were left in Mizpah, even the king's daughters and all the people who remained in Mizpah, whom Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had committed to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam. Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, carried them away captive and departed to go over to the children of Ammon. But when Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces who were with him heard of all the evil that Ishmael the son of Nathaniah had done. Then he took all the men, and went to fight with Ishmael the son of Nathaniah, and found him by the great waters that are in Gibeon. Now when all the people who were with Ishmael saw Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces who were with him, then they were glad. So all the people who Ishmael had carried away captive from Mizpah turned about and came back, and went to Johanan the son of Korea. But Ishmael the son of Nethaniah escaped from Johanan with eight men, and went to the children of Ammon. Then Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces who were with him, took all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael the son of Nethaniah from Mizpah, after he had killed Gedaliah the son of Ahikam, the men of war, with the women, the children, and the eunuchs, whom he had brought back from Gibeon. They departed and lived in Geruth Chimham, which is by Bethlehem to go to enter into Egypt, because of the Chaldeans, for they were afraid of them, 
because Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, had killed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babylon made governor over the land. Chapter 42 Then all the captains of the forces, and Johanan, the son of Korea, and Jazaniah, the son of Hoshiah, and all the people from the least even to the greatest came near, and said to Jeremiah the prophet, Please let our supplication be presented before you, and pray for us to Yahweh your God, even for all this remnant. For we are left but few of many, as your eyes see, that Yahweh your God may show us the way in which we should walk, and the things that we should do. Then Jeremiah the prophet said to them, I have heard you. Behold, I will pray to Yahweh your God according to your words, and it will happen that whatever thing Yahweh answers you, I will declare it to you. I will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, May Yahweh be a true and faithful witness among us, if we don't do according to all the word with which Yahweh your God sends you to tell us. Whether it is good or whether it is bad, we will obey the voice of Yahweh our God, to whom we send you, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of Yahweh our God. After ten days Yahweh's word came to Jeremiah. Then he called Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces who were with him, and all the people from the least even to the greatest, and said to them, Yahweh, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your supplication before him, says, If you will still live in this land, then I will build you, and not put you down, and I will plant you, and not pluck you up, for I grieve over the distress that I have brought on you. Don't be afraid of the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Don't be afraid of him, says Yahweh, for I am with you to save you and to deliver you from his hand. I will grant you mercy, that he may have mercy on you, and cause you to return to your own land. But if you say, We will not dwell in this land, so that you don't obey Yahweh your God's voice, saying, No, but we will go into the land of Egypt, where we will see no war, nor hear the sound of the trumpet, nor have hunger of bread, and there will we dwell. Now therefore hear Yahweh's word, O remnant of Judah. Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, If you indeed set your faces to enter into Egypt and go to live there, then it will happen that the sword which you fear will overtake you there in the land of Egypt, and the famine about which you are afraid will follow close behind you there in Egypt, and you will die there. So it will be with all the men who set their faces to go into Egypt to live there. They will die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. None of them will remain or escape from the evil that I will bring on them. For Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, As my anger and my wrath has been poured out on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so my wrath will be poured out on you when you enter into Egypt, and you will be an object of horror, an astonishment, a curse, and a reproach, and you will see this place no more. Yahweh has spoken concerning you, remnant of Judah. Don't go into Egypt. Know certainly that I have testified to you today, for you have dealt deceitfully against your own souls, for you sent me to Yahweh your God, saying, Pray for us to Yahweh our God, and according to all that Yahweh our God says, so declare to us, and we will do it. I have declared it to you today, but you have not obeyed Yahweh your God's voice in anything for which he has sent me to you. Now therefore, know certainly that you will die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, in the place where you desire to go to live there. Chapter 43 When Jeremiah had finished speaking to all the people all the words of Yahweh their God, 
with which Yahweh their God had sent him to them, even all these words, then Azariah the son of Hoshaiah, Johanan the son of Korea, and all the proud men, spoke, saying to Jeremiah, You speak falsely. Yahweh our God has not sent you to say, You shall not go into Egypt to live there. But Baruch the son of Neriah has turned you against us, to deliver us into the hand of the Chaldeans, that they may put us to death and carry us away captive to Babylon. So Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces, and all the people didn't obey Yahweh's voice, to dwell in the land of Judah. But Johanan the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces, took all the remnant of Judah, who had returned from all the nations where they had been driven, to live in the land of Judah, the men, and the women, and the children, and the king's daughters, and every person whom Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had left with Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, and Jeremiah the prophet, and Baruch, the son of Neriah, and they came into the land of Egypt, for they didn't obey Yahweh's voice, and they came to Taphanes. Then Yahweh's word came to Jeremiah in Taphanes, saying, Take great stones in your hand, and hide them in mortar, in the brickwork, which is at the entry of Pharaoh's house in Taphanes, in the sight of the men of Judah, and tell them, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will send and take Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon, my servant, and will set his throne on these stones that I have hidden, and he will spread his royal pavilion over them. He will come and will strike the land of Egypt, such as are for death will be put to death, and such as are for captivity to captivity, and such as are for the sword to the sword. I will kindle a fire in the house of the gods of Egypt. He will burn them and carry them away captive. He will array himself with the land of Egypt, as a shepherd puts on his garment, and he will go out from there in peace. He will also break the pillars of Beth Shemesh that is in the land of Egypt, and he will burn the houses of the gods of Egypt with fire. Chapter 44 The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews who lived in the land of Egypt, who lived at Migdal, and at Taphanes, and at Memphis, and in the country of Pathros, saying, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, You have seen all the evil that I have brought on Jerusalem and on all the cities of Judah. Behold, today they are a desolation, and no man dwells in them, because of their wickedness, which they have committed to provoke me to anger, in that they went to burn incense, to serve other gods, that they didn't know, neither they, nor you, nor your fathers. However, I sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Oh, don't do this abominable thing that I hate. But they didn't listen, and didn't incline their ear. They didn't turn from their wickedness to stop burning incense to other gods. Therefore my wrath and my anger has poured out, and was kindled in the cities of Judah, and in the streets of Jerusalem, and they are wasted and desolate, as it is today. Therefore now Yahweh, the God of armies, the God of Israel, says, Why do you commit great evil against your own souls? to cut off from yourselves man and woman, infant and nursing child out of the middle of Judah, to leave yourselves no one remaining, in that you provoke me to anger with the works of your hands, burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt, where you have gone to live, that you may be cut off, and that you may be a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers, and the wickedness of the kings of Judah, and the wickedness of their wives, and your own wickedness, and the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Judah, and in the streets of Jerusalem. 
They are not humbled even to this day, neither have they feared, nor walked in my law, nor in my statutes, that I set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will set my face against you for evil, even to cut off all Judah. I will take the remnant of Judah, that have set their faces to go into the land of Egypt to live there, and they will all be consumed. They will fall in the land of Egypt, they will be consumed by the sword, and by the famine. They will die, from the least even to the greatest, by the sword and by the famine. They will be an object of horror, an astonishment, and a curse, and a reproach. For I will punish those who dwell in the land of Egypt, as I have punished Jerusalem, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, so that none of the remnant of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to live there will escape or be left to return in the land of Judah, to which they have a desire to return to dwell there, for no one will return except those who will escape. Then all the men who knew that their wives burned incense to other gods, and all the women who stood by, a great assembly, even all the people who lived in the land of Egypt and Pathros, answered Jeremiah, saying, As for the word that you have spoken to us in Yahweh's name, we will not listen to you, but we will certainly perform every word that has gone out of our mouth, to burn incense to the queen of the sky, and to pour out drink offerings to her, as we have done, we and our fathers, our kings and our princes, in the cities of Judah, and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food, and were well, and saw no evil. But since we have stopped burning incense to the queen of the sky, and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have lacked all things, and have been consumed by the sword and by the famine. The women said, When we burned incense to the queen of the sky, and poured out drink offerings to her, did we make her cakes to worship her and pour out her drink offerings to her without our husbands? Then Jeremiah said to all the people, to the men and to the women, even to all the people who had given him an answer, saying, The incense that you burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, didn't Yahweh remember them, and didn't it come into his mind? Thus Yahweh could no longer bear it, because of the evil of your doings, and because of the abominations which you have committed. Therefore your land has become a desolation, and an astonishment, and a curse, without inhabitant, as it is today. Because you have burned incense, and because you have sinned against Yahweh, and have not obeyed Yahweh's voice, nor walked in his law, nor in his statutes, nor in his testimonies, therefore this evil has happened to you, as it is today. Moreover, Jeremiah said to all the people, including all the women, Hear Yahweh's word, all Judah, who are in the land of Egypt. Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, You and your wives have both spoken with your mouths, and with your hands have fulfilled it, saying, We will surely perform our vows that we have vowed to burn incense to the queen of the sky, and to pour out drink offerings to her. Establish then your vows, and perform your vows. Therefore hear Yahweh's word, all Judah, who dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, says Yahweh, that my name will no more be named in the mouth of any man of Judah in all the land of Egypt, saying, As the Lord Yahweh lives, but I will watch over them for evil and not for good. And all the men of Judah who are in the land of Egypt will be consumed by the sword and by the famine until they are gone. Those who escape the sword will return out of the land of Egypt into the land of Judah, few in number. All the remnant of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to live there 
will know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. This will be the sign to you, says Yahweh, that I will punish you in this place, that you may know that my words will surely stand against you for evil. Yahweh says, Behold, I will give Pharaoh Hophra, king of Egypt, into the hand of his enemies, and into the hand of those who seek his life, as I gave Zedekiah, king of Judah, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, who was his enemy, and sought his life. Chapter 45 The message that Jeremiah the prophet spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he wrote these words in a book at the mouth of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Yahweh, the God of Israel, says to you, Baruch, You said, Woe is me, for Yahweh has added sorrow to my pain. I am weary with my groaning, and I find no rest. You shall tell him, Yahweh says, Behold, that which I have built I will break down, and that which I have planted I will pluck up, and this in the whole land. Do you seek great things for yourself? Don't seek them, for behold, I will bring evil on all flesh, says Yahweh, but I will let you escape with your life wherever you go. Chapter 46 Yahweh's word, which came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations of Egypt, concerning the land of Pharaoh, Necho, king of Egypt, who was by the river Euphrates in Carchemish, which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon struck in the fourth year of Jehoiakim the son of Josiah king of Judah. Prepare the buckler and shield and draw near to battle. Harness the horse and get up, you horsemen, and stand up with your helmets. Polish the spears, put on the coats of mail. Why have I seen it? They are dismayed and are turned backward. Their mighty ones are beaten down, have fled in haste, and don't look back. Terror is on every side, says Yahweh. Don't let the swift flee away, nor the mighty man escape. In the north, by the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this who rises up like the Nile, whose waters toss themselves like the rivers? Egypt rises up like the Nile, and his waters toss themselves like the rivers. He says, I will rise up, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and its inhabitants. Go up, you horses, rage, you chariots, let the mighty men go out. Cush and Put, who handle the shield, and the Ludum, who handle and bend the bow. For that day is of the Lord, Yahweh of armies, a day of vengeance, that he may avenge himself of his adversaries. The sword will deliver and be satiated, and will drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord, Yahweh of armies, has a sacrifice in the north country, by the river Euphrates. Go up into Gilead and take balm, virgin daughter of Egypt, you use many medicines in vain, there is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For the mighty man has stumbled against the mighty, they both fall together. The word that Yahweh spoke to Jeremiah the prophet, how that Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon should come and strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt, publish in Migdal, and publish in Memphis and in Taphanes, say, Stand up and prepare, for the sword has devoured around you. Why are your strong ones swept away? They didn't stand because Yahweh pushed them. He made many to stumble. Yes, they fell on one another. They said, Arise, let's go again to our own people, and to the land of our birth, from the oppressing sword. They cried there, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is but a noise. He has let the appointed time pass by. As I live, says the king, whose name is Yahweh of armies, Surely like Tabor among the mountains, and like Carmel by the sea, so he will come, you daughter who dwells in Egypt. 
furnish yourself to go into captivity, for Memphis will become a desolation, and will be burned up without inhabitant. Egypt is a very beautiful heifer, but destruction out of the north has come. It has come. Also her hired men in the middle of her are like calves of the stall, for they also are turned back. They have fled away together. They didn't stand, for the day of their calamity has come on them, the time of their visitation. Its sound will go like the serpent, for they will march with an army, and come against her with axes as woodcutters. They will cut down her forest, says Yahweh. Though it can't be searched, because they are more than the locusts, and are innumerable, the daughter of Egypt will be disappointed. She will be delivered into the hand of the people of the north. Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will punish Ammon of No, and Pharaoh, and Egypt, with her gods, and her kings, even Pharaoh, and those who trust in him. I will deliver them into the hand of those who seek their lives, and into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of his servants. Afterwards, it will be inhabited, as in the days of old, says Yahweh. But don't you be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Don't be dismayed, Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar, and your offspring from the land of their captivity. Jacob will return, and will be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid. Don't be afraid, O Jacob, my servant, says Yahweh, for I am with you, for I will make an end of all the nations where I have driven you, but I will not make a full end of you, for I will make a full end of all the nations where I have driven you, but I will not make a full end of you, but I will correct you in measure, and will in no way leave you unpunished. Chapter 47 Yahweh's word that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh struck Gaza. Yahweh says, Behold, waters rise up out of the north, and will become an overflowing stream, and will overflow the land and all that is therein. The city and those who dwell therein, the men will cry, and all the inhabitants of the land will wail, at the noise of the stamping of the hooves of his strong ones, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of his wheels, the fathers don't look back to their children for feebleness of hands, because of the day that comes to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper who remains, for Yahweh will destroy the Philistines, the remnant of the Isle of Kaphtor. Baldness has come on Gaza, Ashkelon is brought to nothing, the remnant of their valley. How long will you cut yourself? You sword of Yahweh, how long will it be before you are quiet? Put yourself back into your scabbard, rest and be still. How can you be quiet, since Yahweh has given you a command, against Ashkelon, and against the seashore? There he has appointed it. Chapter 48 Of Moab, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Woe to Nebo, for it is laid waste. Kiriathaim is disappointed, it is taken. Mizgab is put to shame and broken down. The praise of Moab is no more. In Heshbon they have devised evil against her. Come, let's cut her off from being a nation. You also, madmen, will be brought to silence. The sword will pursue you. The sound of a cry from Horonaim. Desolation and great destruction. Moab is destroyed. Her little ones have caused a cry to be heard. For they will go up by the ascent of Luhith with continual weeping. For at the descent of Horonaim they have heard the distress of the cry of destruction. Flee! Save your lives! Be like the juniper bush in the wilderness. 
For because you have trusted in your works and in your treasures, you also will be taken. Chemosh will go out into captivity, his priests and his princes together. The destroyer will come on every city, and no city will escape. The valley also will perish, and the plain will be destroyed, as Yahweh has spoken. Give wings to Moab, that she may fly and get herself away, and her cities will become a desolation without anyone to dwell in them. Cursed is he who does the work of Yahweh negligently, and cursed is he who keeps back his sword from blood. Moab has been at ease from his youth, and he has settled on his lees. He has not been emptied from vessel to vessel, neither has he gone into captivity. Therefore his taste remains in him, and his scent is not changed. Therefore, behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will send to him those who pour off, and they will pour him off, and they will empty his vessels and break their containers in pieces. Moab will be ashamed of Chemosh, as the house of Israel was ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. How do you say we are mighty men and valiant men for war? Moab is laid waste, and they have gone up into his cities, and his chosen young men have gone down to the slaughter says the king, whose name is Yahweh of armies. The calamity of Moab is near to come, and his affliction hurries fast. All you who are around him bemoan him, and all you who know his name say, How the strong staff is broken, the beautiful rod! You daughter who dwells in Dibon, come down from your glory and sit in thirst, for the destroyer of Moab has come up against you. He has destroyed your strongholds, inhabitant of Arawer, Stand by the way and watch. Ask him who flees, and her who escapes, say, What has been done? Moab is disappointed, for it is broken down. Wail and cry. Tell it by the Arnon that Moab is laid waste. Judgment has come on the plain country, on Holon, on Jezha, on Mephath, on Debon, on Nebo, on Beth Diblathaim, on Kiriathaim, on Beth Gamel, on Beth Meon, on Kiriath, on Basra, and on all the cities of the land of Moab, far or near. The horn of Moab is cut off, and his arm is broken, says Yahweh. Make him drunken, for he magnified himself against Yahweh. Moab will wallow in his vomit, and he also will be in derision. For wasn't Israel a derision to you? Was he found among thieves? For as often as you speak of him you shake your head. You inhabitants of Moab, leave the cities and dwell in the rock. Be like the doves that makes her nest over the mouth of the abyss. We have heard of the pride of Moab. He is very proud in his loftiness, his pride, his arrogance and the arrogance of his heart. I know his wrath, says Yahweh, that it is nothing. His boastings have done nothing. Therefore I will wail for Moab. Yes, I will cry out for all Moab. They will mourn for the, f they will mourn for the men of Kirheres, with more than the weepings of Jazer. I will weep for you, vine of Sibma. Your branches passed over the sea. They reached even to the sea of Jazer. The destroyer has fallen on your summer fruits and on your vintage. Gladness and joy is taken away from the fruitful field and from the land of Moab. I have caused wine to cease from the wine presses. No one will tread with shouting. The shouting will be no shouting. From the cry of Heshbon, even to Elilah, and even to Jahaz they have uttered their voice. From Zoar, even to Horonaim, to Egliath Chalishayah. For the waters of Nimrim will also become desolate. Moreover, I will cause to cease in Moab, says Yahweh, 
him who offers in the high place, and him who burns incense to his gods. Therefore my heart sounds for Moab like pipes, and my heart sounds like pipes for the men of Kirherez. Therefore the abundance that he has gotten has perished, for every head is bald, and every beard clipped. There are cuttings on all the hands, and sackcloth on the waist, on all the housetops of Moab, and in its streets there is lamentation everywhere, for I have broken Moab like a vessel in which no one delights, says Yahweh. How it is broken down! How they wail! How Moab is turned to the back with shame! So Moab will become a derision and a terror to all who are around him. For Yahweh says, Behold, he will fly as an eagle, and will spread out his wings against Moab. Kiriath is taken, and the strongholds are seized. The heart of the mighty men of Moab at that day will be as the heart of a woman in her pangs. Moab will be destroyed from being a people because he has magnified himself against Yahweh. Terror, the pit, and the snare are on you, inhabitant of Moab, says Yahweh. He who flees from the terror will fall into the pit, and he who gets up out of the pit will be taken in the snare. For I will bring on him, even on Moab, the year of their visitation, says Yahweh. Those who fled stand without strength under the shadow of Heshbon, for a fire has gone out of Heshbon, and a flame out of the middle of Sihon, and has devoured the corner of Moab, and the crown of the head of the tumultuous ones. Woe to you, O Moab, the people of Chemosh are undone, for your sons are taken away captive, and your daughters into captivity. Yet I will reverse the captivity of Moab in the latter days, says Yahweh. Thus far is the judgment of Moab. Chapter 49 of the children of Ammon, Yahweh says, Has Israel no sons? Has he no heir? Why then does Malcolm possess Gad, and his people dwell in its cities? Therefore, behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard against Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and it will become a desolate heap, and her daughters will be burned with fire. Then Israel will possess those who possessed him, says Yahweh. Wail, Heshbon, for Ai is laid waste. Cry, you daughters of Rabbah, clothe yourself in sackcloth, lament, and run back and forth among the fences. For Malcolm will go into captivity, his priests and his princes together. Why do you boast in the valleys, your flowing valley, backsliding daughter? You trusted in her treasures, saying, Who will come to me? Behold, I will bring a terror on you, says the Lord, Yahweh of armies. From all who are around you, all of you will be driven completely out and there will be no one to gather together the fugitives. But afterward I will reverse the captivity of the children of Ammon, says Yahweh. Of Edom, Yahweh of armies says, Is wisdom no more in Timon? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom vanished? Flee, turn back, dwell in the depths, inhabitants of Dedan, for I will bring the calamity of Esau on him when I visit him. If grape-gatherers came to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? If thieves came by night, wouldn't they steal until they had enough? But I have made Esau bare. I have uncovered his secret places, and he will not be able to hide himself. His offspring is destroyed, with his brothers and his neighbors, and he is no more. Leave your fatherless children. I will preserve them alive. Let your widows trust in me. For Yahweh says, Behold, they to whom it didn't pertain to drink of the cup will certainly drink. And are you he who will altogether go unpunished, 
You won't go unpunished, but you will surely drink. For I have sworn by myself, says Yahweh, that Basra will become an astonishment, a reproach, a waste, and a curse. All its cities will be perpetual wastes. I have heard news from Yahweh, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying, Gather yourselves together, come against her, rise up to the battle. For behold, I have made you small among the nations, and despised among men. As for your terror, the pride of your heart has deceived you. O you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, who hold the height of the hill, though you should make your nest as high as the eagle, I will bring you down from there, says Yahweh. Edom will become an astonishment. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished, and will hiss at all its plagues. As in the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, and its neighbor cities, says Yahweh, no man will dwell there, neither will any son of man live therein. Behold, he will come up like a lion from the pride of the Jordan against the strong habitation, for I will suddenly make them run away from it, and whoever is chosen, I will appoint him over it. For who is like me? Who will appoint me a time? Who is the shepherd who will stand before me? Therefore hear the counsel of Yahweh, that he has taken against Edom, and his purposes, that he has purposed against the inhabitants of Teman. Surely they will drag them away, the little ones of the flock. Surely he will make their habitation desolate over them. The earth trembles at the noise of their fall. There is a cry, the noise which is heard in the Red Sea. Behold, he will come up and fly as the eagle, and spread out his wings against Basra. The heart of the mighty men of Edom at that day will be as the heart of a woman in her pangs. Of Damascus Hamath is confounded in Arpad, for they have heard evil news. They have melted away. There is sorrow on the sea. It can't be quiet. Damascus has grown feeble. She turns herself to flee, and trembling has seized her. Anguish and sorrows have taken hold of her, as of a woman in travail. How is the city of praise not forsaken, the city of my joy? Therefore her young men will fall in her streets, and all the men of war will be brought to silence in that day, says Yahweh of armies. I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it will devour the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Of Kedar and the kingdoms of Hazor, which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon struck, Yahweh says, Arise, go up to Kedar, and destroy the children of the east. They will take their tents and their flocks, they will carry away for themselves their curtains, all their vessels, and their camels, and they will cry to them, Terror on every side, flee, wander far off, dwell in the depths, you inhabitants of Hazor, says Yahweh. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has taken counsel against you, and has conceived a purpose against you. Arise, go up to a nation that is at ease, that dwells without care, says Yahweh, that has neither gates nor bars that dwells alone, their camels will be a booty, and the multitude of their livestock a plunder. I will scatter to all winds those who have the corners of their beards cut off, and I will bring their calamity from every side of them, says Yahweh. Hazor will be a dwelling place of jackals, a desolation forever. No man will dwell there, neither will any son of man live therein. Yahweh's word that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning Elam, in the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah king of Judah, saying, Yahweh of armies says, Behold, I will break the bow of Elam, the chief of their might. I will bring on Elam the four winds from the four quarters of the sky, and will scatter them toward all those winds. There will be no nation where the outcasts of Elam will not come. I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies, 
and before those who seek their life. I will bring evil on them, even my fierce anger, says Yahweh, and I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. I will set my throne in Elam, and will destroy from their king and his princes, says Yahweh. But it will happen in the latter days that I will reverse the captivity of Elam, says Yahweh. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.